0: Hey, real quick, before you start, after having this episode out, I wanted to come in here and drop a little extra message after I received a review that this episode basically reeks of misogyny, and what sucks about reviews is that I can't reply back to them. And there can't be a conversation. There's no understanding. It's a person talking at me and nothing more. So I went back and I've listened to the episode several times. And I think, you know what? If this was your first time listening to the podcast, yes, I can see where you would think that I can understand that viewpoint. At one point in this episode, I referenced Long John Silver's, which this reviewer thought I meant something very different by, but what I meant by it is fried food. And it'll make more sense when you get to that part of the story, but literally, I just meant fried food, nothing else. It was the first place that came to mind. So after reading this review, I immediately wrote to the woman in this interview, Uh, Just to check in and apologize if she ever felt uncomfortable during the interview, as the reviewer suggested. She assured me that she did not, and that she had a great time doing the interview, and she loved that I asked questions that nobody else ever asked her. I don't have a filter, and I just ask the questions that come to my mind. So... I apologize if this interview offends you in any way. I promise you, my intentions were never to make anyone feel less than. Hey, friendly reminder, this podcast is not for kids. Or people who have a stick up their ass. Friday, 5.58pm.
1: I'm sleeping with my best friend's husband. I think my uncle killed someone in his suicide. I am a sugar baby. I think my sister is actually my uncle's
0: kid. Um, (laughs) What's your secret? Welcome back to another week of Beyond the Secret. My name is Ace Fanning, and if... If I was ever a stripper, I vow to you right now to make my stripper name Ace Hardware. Like, I really do wonder if the opportunity ever came if I would be able to be a stripper. Probably not on account of I don't even like to get naked for my shower, but honestly, I feel like it would depend on the pay. Today's episode is brought to you by the ever-amazing phenomenon of asking the world for what you want, and the world bringing it to you. A while back, I did a Q&A on Instagram, and people asked me what secrets I still wanted for the podcast, and Stripper was pretty high on that list. And then that night, this woman was in my inbox. So... Just in case the world is listening, I also would like to hear from a woman who has been to jail, but not just like for a night, like bonus if you had a girlfriend in there. Um, Also, a currently or previously closeted man that was married to a woman, a severe kleptomaniac a person with Munchausen syndrome, not by proxy, but like to themselves, Um, anyone who has ever met and dated a person while they were in prison, Uh, a person whose spouse had a completely other life that they had no idea about, somebody with a severe porn addiction, and also... Because this woman decided against doing an interview, a soccer mom addicted to Adderall. She was totally game to do the podcast and then last minute backed out and then has never returned my messages since. But everyone always asks me to hear that story. So if you have any of those secrets or any other secrets that you want to share with me, you can send an email to beyondthesecretpodcast at gmail.com. I'm just putting it out into the world and seeing what comes my way. Also, I am just giving you a heads up now that there may or may not be a new episode next week. So if there's not, I'm sorry, but I'll be back. Don't worry. Okay, on to the show. This week's secret I am a stripper. You're not a stripper, but shake your butt a little bit. So, why would you even say that? Well, you know what I mean. She knows what I mean. You're not a stripper, but shake your butt a little bit. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Tell me about yourself.
1: Well, I would say that I'm generally really outgoing and outspoken and welcoming and kind of just encouraging as a person. I, uh, I generally just want everyone to be my friend, I guess.
0: (laughs) Are you currently in a relationship? Yes. Talk to me about your relationship and like what your relationship is like.
1: Honestly, it's like that cliche, like he's my best friend. But like I've said that before too. And I was like, well, yeah, he was my best friend because they had to be. But this one's actually my best friend because he's like cool. And we actually like mentally link up and on that you know level kind of I like doing everything with him I just feel like he's like my actual best friend
0: how long have you guys been together
1: it is almost four years so like two three and a half months until four years
0: we're gonna get into this obviously people know from the title of the episode (laughs) but how long have you been stripping
1: it'll be three years in like
0: three months I guess So you started stripping while you were in a relationship with him? Yes. Ooh.
1: So. Isn't that cool?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Talk to me about how you found your way into stripping.
1: Oh, God. So I was at like an entry level job after getting in out of school. And I had done like cocktailing and stuff before, but I was kind of looking for something like that. I think I came across them, like, sort of ad, because it was, like, a hookah bar slash strip club, and then they had said something about, like, entertainers, and I didn't know, actually, that you had to be naked until I got there.
0: So you go to this interview thinking, I'm just going to work at a hookah bar, maybe as, like, a server, but it wasn't until you got there that, like, you're they're like, oh, no, no, honey, we're looking for you to get naked on stage.
1: Right. Yeah. Um, and there wasn't even, it wasn't even a hookah bar anymore. <laughs> like, I think it was like a really old ad that I didn't notice or something, or maybe they just didn't fix the ad and just posted it. I have no idea. But yeah, so I showed up and he was like, like, I should have known how to be a stripper. Like, <laughs> you got a name?
0: I'm like, no, we have never even been into a strip club. In what fucking world does somebody go for an interview, the guys like, we're hoping you're a stripper and like, doesn't just run out completely scared?
1: Well, it was actually kind of like a really cute little vibe. Like I walked in and this girl was like, oh, my God, are you going to work here? You are so fucking hot. And I was like, wow, these people are really nice.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That's amazing. (laughs) What does a job interview look like for... A stripper. Should I be calling you a stripper? Should I call you an exotic dancer? Stripper sounds derogatory. Is it? It kind of
1: does, and usually, yeah. I mean, it sounds like it, but I, I mean, I don't technically the title, you know, basic title. But we call each other dancers for the most part, or some people call each other entertainers.
0: Okay, so what does an interview to become a dancer at a place like this? What do they ask you to do?
1: So I've worked at two clubs and the first one I went to, which is this one, it was pretty like you got an ID, you got a name, then they kind of run through like the basics, like they can touch this, they can't touch that, you know, you can't do this, you can't do that kind of thing. And then they like take a copy of your ID and write your dancer name on it and have you sign some random shit and then you get dressed and sometimes you audition. So like they tell you whether they want to keep you or not by a show, I guess.
0: Did you have to audition?
1: The first time at this one, I didn't. It was like some Wednesday night I showed up after my other job. It was just like, cool, what's your name? And I was like, I don't have one. And then he gave me one.
0: What is the name that you received? You ready for this? (laughs) Diamond. Diamond!
1: And I'm guessing, to be honest with you, I'm guessing it's because I had a fucking diamond on my face. He looks at me and he goes, how about diamonds? Yeah, we haven't had a diamond for a while.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We haven't had a diamond for a while. Oh, my God. (laughs) Isn't that funny? Okay, so this is your first night. You have never stripped before. Like, Have you even done like sexy strip teases for your boyfriend at this point?
1: No, no. They have this club downtown and they have like a play pole on it that I've like playfully danced on or whatever, but it's like nothing compared to actually pole dancing.
0: I'm a details person. I need to know everything. <laughs> what the hell are you wearing? What is like, what are the feelings that you're having? Are you nervous as hell? Is your ass dripping sweat? Cause when I get nervous, my <laughs> butt is so sweaty. I'm like, that would instantly turn everyone off. Cause my thong would be just soaked. <laughs> soaked.
1: <laughs> so first of all, I so I didn't start that night. I just kind of got everything taken care of. And I think I came back like two days later. And I actually want to say I worked a day shift, which are weirdly really good. I think I wore spaghetti strap tank top. Um, It kind of like bunched up at the stomach. So it was kind of croppish. And then I wore uh, some some black thong or something. And I didn't have dancer heels. So I wore some cute heels I found in my car. <laughs> What's really funny is actually, so he, the DJ was like getting me signed in. He got me kind of like a familiar with some of the rules and how it works and stuff like that. Um, and then he told me, he's like, I'm going to have this girl kind of show you how to dance on the pole or like how to dance on stage, I guess. And so he had me go sit at her rack, which was kind of uncomfortable, because I didn't have money, so I felt bad, and she, there wasn't really anyone watching her there, it was pretty early, so she was just, like, kind of stretching, and, like, I want to say, like, flailing across the stage, kind of, and she kept saying, God, I'm just so high, oh, God, and she just kept talking about how high she was, and I started to sweat, I was like, oh, my God, where the fuck am I, what kind of club is this, are they gonna make me do drugs, like, And then after a while, she was like, she's like, oh, God, I smoked way too much weed this morning. And I was like, oh, thank God. Like, how are you acting so weird? God, like what? So then after her stage set, I think I go on and I kind of just do a couple of songs, just kind of whatever I think I can do. And then some guy comes in and he wants to dance with me like he wants a private dance. And I was like, oh, God, what do I do? So this girl that was so fucking high, she uh, took me back to the dance area. And I was like, what am I supposed to do? How, like, how do I even dance for a person? Like, kind <laughs> and she being all stony, she was, she like puts her leg up on the wall and does like a, like a side twerk like thing. She goes a little bit of this. And then she bends over the other way and like does something else. And she's like a little bit of that. And then she's just like doing a bunch of random moves. Just trying to meet up. Get the gist, I guess.
0: So I have a question.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: I am 30 years old. I've never been to a strip club. What is the vibe? Like, who are the people going to a strip club in the middle of the day? Like, that seems like a real gross person to be there <laughs> in the middle. Like, ah, boys, let's go on our lunch hour and uh, each get a half chub. and Absolutely. Oh, God. Yep. yep.
1: So, it's a lot of construction workers, a lot of people that work for themselves, a lot of old men, a lot of old men that just want attention.
0: Oh, God.
1: (laughs) Whether it's a conversation, just sit and have a beer, even sometimes just sit and harass you a little, which is kind of stupid, but a lot of old guys go in there and kind of do that.
0: So, you get this guy, he wants a private dance for you. And I would think for me, I would be terrified is he gonna rape me is he gonna molest me like right what is he expecting
1: well and this club is actually known for being kind of like dirty but they had new owners like a couple of months before I started and so like I'm still learning all of this and honestly I was just like really alert so like a lot of people do try to like ooh, like they'll say they'll try to put money in between your legs or whatever and they'll accidentally touch or swipe or something and you're like. You look at them, like, really, like, you didn't think that you were going to accidentally swipe me, you know? But there are mirrors back there, too, so you kind of just really watch everything. But, yeah, I was super nervous.
0: Describe this man to me. Like, who do I know that is, like, sitting there just looking to get some attention from a young woman like yourself?
1: He's pretty Hispanic. Like, hard to understand Hispanic. Pretty short. Nice, thick mustache. Um, No, I mean very little wording, you know?
0: Did he creep you out?
1: I mean, yeah, they all did. When I first got there, this guy named, like, they call him Drunk, his name. He came up and he was like, can I have a hug? And I didn't know that I had to entertain customers. I thought I just had to dance for them. And so I looked at him and I was like, no, thank you. (laughs) My DJ was like, you kind of have to like engage with them, you know? And I was like, oh, you mean like talk to them and stuff?
0: Oh God, I feel like I'd be such a bad stripper. (laughs) So you start dancing for him, and is he, like, really into what you're doing?
1: Um, honestly, I really don't remember the dance. I do remember it was pretty easy, so I don't think that he was really inappropriate. I think he kind of got the fact that I was really new. I mean, I guess that's something i take advantage of for some guys, but I, I don't remember it being extra crazy or anything like that. I think he did just want one, though, so we didn't, like, do a bunch of them or anything.
0: How much money did you make on your first day as a stripper?
1: I think it was like, it was a little over 200, like 230 or 260 or something like that. But it was all thanks to drunk guy who wanted to hug. And then he would start doing things like, why don't you tell me a joke? And then he would slide me a $20 bill. So I told him really stupid jokes. And then he was like, wow, you're really hot. And then would slide me a $20 bill. And then I'd tell him another joke. He goes, you're really funny. Slide me another $20 bill. It's like, I really didn't have to work much on my first day. And I was like, this is kind of cool.
0: Okay. Yeah. No, I'm back in it. I'm back into being <laughs> right? a skipper. I would love to just have the conversation.
1: <laughs> right? Some guys are just like, they'll just sit there and talk. And you're like, oh, I, sh-, you know, I should be making money. And then they'll be like, they'll hand you, you know, 20 to 60, however many dollars.
0: When you finished your first day as an entertainer, <laughs> what was going through your mind?
1: I was kind of excited because I was like, I made 200 something dollars. It was my first day. So I was kind of like, I feel like that's more than minimum wage for, I think I did like four hours maybe. So it's not bad for your first day, I don't think. I was kind of excited actually, especially because I didn't have to do much and that drunk guy just paid me to be there.
0: (laughs) Did you tell your boyfriend right away what you were doing? Oh
1: yeah, he knew the whole time. He was... He knew when I went to the other, like to the interview, I guess, that like I was like, hey, by the way, I'm gonna have to get naked. He was like, like all the way, and I was like, yeah, vaginal.
0: (laughs) Vaginal. (laughs) Did you tell your family at all what you were doing?
1: Oh, god, no. I actually tried to tell my mom a little. I was like, ah, this other job just isn't doing it for me. I think I'm just gonna. Kind of do stripping, and I was kind of like kidding to see what she would do, and she's like, "Oh, I just don't think that that would be good. I think that that would be a downgrade to what you're doing right now and blah, blah blah. and then from then on, I was like, oh, I just probably shouldn't. plus my grandma might have a heart attack if she knew, but
0: to this day, does any of your family know?
1: No, um a lot more people that I didn't want to know know, but my family does not know.
0: Oh shit, this is a real secret <laughs> real secret so after that you get more comfortable. You're like, Hey, I'm in it to win it. I am a stripper now. What is like a typical day for you? I mean,
1: honestly, I think it took me probably like a good eight months to really feel comfortable and like, like I can destroy you if you mess with me kind of thing. Like I was still really timid for a while, but honestly, it's like I was a day stripper for most most of my time. And that was actually weirdly good. A lot of people that don't like they have their own businesses and they don't have to work every day kind of come in more than you would think they would. So it's just kind of being drunk by two, hanging out all day, dancing. Um, You make a lot of friends there too. So even when it's dead, you're hanging out with your friends or they're teaching you moves on the stage or you're stretching or shooting the shit with your bartender. Even honestly, it's a really laid back gig. (laughs) Like I, I, my other job was close to this, so if I didn't get too drunk, I could go work there for an hour or two and then come back and dance again. But yeah, it's pretty much just drinking and dancing, hanging out.
0: <laughs> I I want to talk to you about the men at strip clubs. And I think my very first question is, because for me, I think that a a strip club seems very awkward to go to especially like with friends because it's like, Hey, let's 10 of us buddies go to a strip club and all get a boner around each other. And I'm like, Oh, (laughs) um, that seems weird. So my first question is do the men get uh, visibly erect during the shows?
1: Um, Usually in dances. Yes. I mean, I don't really pay attention when I'm on stage because you don't really sit in their laps much when you do that but usually in dances yes I've actually had I've actually had someone I I could feel that they had a boner and I was like cool I'm not going to like ride on this or anything like that but I'm definitely going to continue to show and I'd put it in front of his face but not like too close obviously and then I kind of swooped it down and I was about to sit in his lap and stand up and I kind of tapped it with my butt and I was like that feels a little wet and I was like no, it's not. I sat down and I was like, oh my fucking God, that's fucking wet. And I turned around and he was wearing like golf shorts and he had actually like came in his pants So I could feel <laughs> it through his shorts. <laughs>
0: okay, that I had come only, on my butt. <laughs> that has only happened one time?
1: Um, yes. Uh. Well, actually, well, that I've known of. I've never had anybody else like, like noticeably come on me.
0: But like, have you ever have multiple times? Have you looked down and seen like, oh, hey, that guy jizzed his pants. That guy jizzed his pants.
1: Honestly, no. Um, I think that a lot of people are generally really pretty secretive about it. It's pretty fucking rude to have come on your pants in a club. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, that's pretty <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> you should leave.
0: Big your rule. time is over. You know. No jizz in the pants. Please. <laughs> But I would think that like that's something that you can't always control. Like if you're getting really turned on, you might just jizz in your pants.
1: Respectfully, like make sure no one's on your lap or that they don't sit in it. Like you know what I mean? I I have to I have to clean my ass now. I have to sanitize it. Like I sit on other people's laps.
0: (laughs) Oh my god! So talk to me about the rules at the strip club. Like what are you allowed to do. What are the men allowed to do? What all goes on?
1: um Well, it is kind of different at every club. I've been to two, and they're kind of opposites. So, the one that I started at is it's known for their more dirtiness. You can sit on their laps, and they can touch your like hips and your sides and your back and your stomach and stuff. They're not not supposed to touch your vagina. That's for absolute sure. Or your butthole. You can touch your butt if you let them. Most of the time it's kind of up to you what you like let them do other than obviously like the no, no spots. You're not supposed to grind on their lap without panties. So you have to wear panties while sitting on their lap. And other than that, there's like kind of like whatever you want from that club. But at this other club, you're not supposed to, they can't touch your your chest or your butt or your vagina like at all, but you can sit on their laps naked.
0: Do you remember the first time that like you were just bare bones up there and just like sitting on somebody's lap or like just being fully naked? Like I feel like here's the thing is I feel like being topless is very different than being naked.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And like especially on stage that oh yeah that was another thing on stage you're supposed to be fully naked by the end of the second song. So even if you just do like a panty flash for like a few minutes or whatever or like a few seconds or whatever you're supposed to be naked by the end of the song I guess and I think that's just kind of for fairsies I guess but also if people are paying you kind of thing
0: have you ever worried that like oh I hope I don't have like a dingleberry on my butt (laughs)
1: oh my god oh my god i actually have had not a dingleberry but like toilet paper stuck to my butt (laughs) and i did like oh my god we were it was black light too so the black light made it glow and like i was doing like spreading everything just bending over and doing all that and then i saw it in the mirror and i was like oh shit! so like the whole stage that i was trying to like (laughs) low-key get this piece of toilet paper off my
0: ass (laughs) You guys, is it really like, like checks for each other before you go out? Sometimes lately, I've just—I
1: mean, not lately, but from then on, I've learned to just only use baby wipes while I'm there because I am very sweaty generally. So, like anything, kind of sticks. Like I've had toilet paper stuck to like not just my butthole, but like my butt cheek as well. I walked all the way out to like the middle of the room, and my friend was like, "Hey, yeah, um, you have something on your butt." <laughs>
0: Um, oh, I would have died in that moment. Do the men cross? I mean, I imagine that men cross lines all the time.
1: Oh, yeah. And a lot of the time, sometimes they'll ask, what do you do? And you'd be like, what do you mean? And then they'll say, like, do you do stuff outside of here? And then I'll be like, oh, yeah, I have another job and blah, 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 blah. And they're like, no, do you do stuff outside of here, like with me? And I'm like, oh, no, nope, mm-mm, sorry. But also, like I said earlier, some people are really like try to get close as possible and then they'll oops, touch here or there. Like I've had many people accidentally touch my vagina like on that off second that I wasn't watching in the mirrors.
0: When that happens, do they like immediately get kicked out or do you just have to pretend that it didn't happen or what?
1: Usually I make them pay me more just so that they kind of understand that you can't do that. Like it's certainly not free and you shouldn't be doing that generally because we could get in trouble too. Um, Like if we let people do that, we get in trouble and we get either suspended or 86 completely. I usually either make them pay more or depending on how bad or like abrupt it was, like I'll tell somebody and then we'll kind of let all the girls know like that guy is, you know, too much or that girl, even we've had girls come in and they're very much too much too.
0: It might be secretive, but do you know of any of the other girls that you work with that do happen to do other things outside of the establishment?
1: Oh, yeah. I actually had girls, they would tell me, like, pretty much would tell me that they're prostituting, but I didn't even see it that way because they said it in a way that was like, oh, yeah, you're just sleeping with them to eat. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I mean, a lot of girls do it, actually, and I've gotten a lot of girls 86 for that just because I don't want, because the other girls kind of get put up to those standards, and so if you're not doing it, then you're not making money because other girls are doing it kind of thing, so I just try to, like, nip it in the bud as much as possible.
0: What does the strip club smell like?
1: Um, oh, I don't know, actually. Beer, probably?
0: Okay, does your club serve food?
1: Yeah. So food, sometimes cleaning supplies, or oh, your beer.
0: I would imagine it to smell like Long John Silver's. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> kind of uh, smells like an attempt of cleaning bathroom.
0: Okay. Uh, what sort of food is served at your place? Like, what are these men going in on their lunch hour? They're getting some naked women. And then, like, what are they eating? Like, what does somebody... Does, <laughs> eat at a strip club
1: so we have fridays there's like five dollar steaks and then apparently it's like really good so they eat steaks and like some people eat breakfast at a strip club which actually still baffles me to be honest with you but they usually eat like steak or burgers or like appetizers kind of thing
0: that's so gross
1: (laughs) and i fucking hate it when they bring their food up to the stage too i'm like i'm not dancing with your food on like on your what what oh my
0: god It's, I am not really like a steak eater, but there's just something about a $5 steak and a beer and some pushy up on the page that just like doesn't, doesn't do it for me.
1: (laughs) Apparently the steak's really good and them, them hardworking men, you know?
0: Oh, so gross. Okay, so talk to me about some of the crazy shit that has happened to you over the years of being a stripper.
1: So, I think um, I don't remember which one happened first, but I'm just going to choose one. So, I, let's say about six months in, I come in, and the stage is next to this room. It's called the champagne room. So, there's private dances that are like 30 to $40 kind of thing. And then there's a champagne room where you can go in for 15 minutes to an hour or even longer, I suppose, but it's just more money kind of, and you, you get champagne with it. So, I'm on stage and I see a customer on all fours, like under, cause there's like a drape covering, but like you can see through the bottom. So I see his hands and his legs on the ground and I'm kind of like really confused. And I see the other girl, like, or the, the girl dancer standing behind him. And obviously I can't see what's going on, just their legs. So then I'm like pretty much watching them my entire stage set because it wasn't very busy. And I'm about to, I go up to the bar after my stage set. And I'm about to ask my DJ what the fuck is going on because <laughs> there's cameras so he can see. Before I can even find my DJ, the guy comes out of the champagne room, comes up to me like like some studly guy trying to hit on some girl. And he looks like, oh, God, he looks like a really dirty Tom Selleck, like a really dirty Tom Selleck with like yellow tinted glasses and comes up to me, puts his arm in the bar all stud-like. And he goes, have you ever had a man want to drink your pee before? And I, immediately everything started to make sense. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> no, uh, no, I haven't. I think it was like six months I'd been in at the time. So I go to my DJ and I'm like, so I'm supposed to pee for this guy? Like, what? He said, yeah, if you need pee, let me know. And I'm like, what the? What do you mean? He was like, the last girl couldn't pee, so I peed for her. She gave me 25 bucks. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, my God. I was like, okay, I can do it. It's fine. Then the guy comes up to me and he was like, yeah, why don't you drink some tea or some water? And I was like, okay, I need shots. Three shots, please. I take the shots and then they give me a like a champagne glass. I go to the bathroom. I pee in it. And I take a picture and I send it to my friends, actually, while I'm in there. And then I meet him in the dance area where oh god this gets so much weirder. What do I even start? So I usually take my heels off to do private dances just so that way, like I'm not wobbling over and like when I'm trying to bend and stuff. But he asked me to leave them on. And then I figured out it was because, oh my God. So he wanted me to like step on his balls with my heels. And then he asked me to spit on his face and slap him. And the first time I didn't slap him hard enough. So he asked me to do it again. And then he started to give my high heel a blow job, like full on, like trying to deep throw the heel of my shoe. <laughs> he wants to be dominated. So he's asking me, am I worthy enough to to drink your piss. I think that's what he's saying. Am I worthy enough? Am I worthy enough? And I kind of was just like, I'm going to take this and talk shit. Like, I'm just going to ride with this. And I was like, no, you're a little bitch. (laughs) You can't drink it yet or something like that. And then after a while, he's like, please, my goddess, my, my blah, 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 like in between still blowing my high heel. Can I, can I please drink your piss? Blah, blah. And I'm like, okay. Like I finally let him drink it. He doesn't just drink it. Like he takes a good, like, mouthful and swishes it around in his mouth for like five to ten seconds each gulp. And I'm sitting there watching him drink my pee, and he's like, mmm, mmm, like moaning while he's swishing it around. <laughs> oh
0: my god!
1: This is like six months in. I'm so surprised. And then at the end of it, so he's done drinking all of the pee from the glass and the little drops still left in it. He shakes over his face and pats in. And at that, that point, I realized how fucking disgusting is this guy? Like, I mean, obviously, but he he's wearing my piss at this point. did he put the other person's piss on his face, too? Because he kept wanting to hug me. And so, like, I did like a like a big hug, like a open, very... Yeah, so then I smelled the pee after that, and I was like, oh, God. And he told me that it was grade A high-quality piss, if you're wondering.
0: (laughs) I have so many things going through my head right now. But the first, (laughs) like, the top part of that whole story is that he did that same thing with the DJ's pee.
1: Yes, exactly. (laughs) And the DJ is, like, a straight-up alcoholic, so there was no way he had grade A high-quality piss. It It had to be, like, orange or something
0: so when you do something like this like this sounds to me like going above and beyond at your job do you get compensated (laughs) well for the golden drink that you've just given it?
1: we say you have to pay for your weird so like that was my first time doing that and he usually paid people $200 or so um I did get 200 but I had to tip out for that too I think I ended up with like 175 I guess from that and I think that's kind of generally fair, but at the same time, um, he got cheaper about it. Someone did it for a hundred dollars afterwards and I just stopped doing it from. him. I think I did it from twice.
0: When you're crushing his balls, how much pressure are you <laughs> applying?
1: So like, I don't usually like to hurt people. And when someone asks you to hurt them, you're like, okay, but like how hard? So I kind of like Started like slowly applying pressure, and then like he kind of pressed my heel in harder. So I kind of like tried to not not necessarily stand on it, but partially stand on it, I guess.
0: And then I wonder what is with the blowjob <laughs> of the shoe.
1: Oh my god, I I have no idea. I mean, I I feel like I could smell his breath on them after a few days of wearing them.
0: Oh my god, some people in this world have some weird shit they are into. Oh, yeah. What was your boyfriend's reaction to this story? Honestly, I think he thinks
1: it's kind of cool. Like, when when we kind of talk about it, he kind of talks about, like, yeah,
0: she gets to, like, talk shit to people and, like, step on them. Like, she's so cool, you know? Does he have any sort of jealousy around it? So, like, I
1: know that he's kind of generally jealous. Um, Not jealous, but, like, I can... Tell where his boundaries are with things, so he doesn't like to know a lot of things generally and it's kind of hard when I'm like I get off from a weird night and I want to talk about something and he kind of he does kind of get a little irritated if it's a little I don't know if it's a little too much from his happy range <laughs> but i I just I think I've learned the boundary as to like what I can and can't tell him about it.
0: Has your boyfriend ever come in to the strip club while you're working?
1: No. And I think that's really smart. And every time I've talked about it, like my bartender or something like that, they're like, I think that's a really good idea. Cause most clubs don't really allow your boyfriend to come in. If they know that's your boyfriend, a lot of girls do it and they just kind of like hang out with them or whatever. But we agree that we think that's kind of stupid and like coyote ugly stat, right? Like, ha- have we not all seen that movie? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is a very big misstep, right? What is the hardest yeah. part about being a stripper? Because like if this isn't something that comes naturally to you, I feel like it'd be hard to like, you know, you might be a good dancer, but like the dirty talk would be uncomfortable.
1: Right. Well, and a lot of people don't love, I don't know. I think there's a good balance of dirty talk. Like I don't generally, I'm like, not like, yeah, you like that big daddy or whatever. I'm like, like you want to go play or you want to go do a, a little Wanna go dance a little or whatever? And then it's just kind of more like how you say things and are more enticing. But there is this girl that will sit there and like whisper and like moan in your ear. Like and it's just it's obviously very fake. And I've had customers like like, um, yeah, she just is really um vocal in a weird way.
0: This is a terrible question, but it just came to my mind. Have you ever farted during <laughs>
1: Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. Yes. I'm actually one I like the gassiest people I fucking know. And the girl that talks to much, or like dirty talks too much. She actually taught me this thing. She was like, so sometimes when I fart, I just shove my boobs in their face and kind of suffocate them a little bit. So they can't smell anything other than my boobs. <laughs> and I actually told my boyfriend that because I, he knows how gassy I am. And he was like, that is the funniest fucking thing you could have like, that is hilarious because I am very gassy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you just <laughs> fart and then just quickly whip around, shove them in your boobs, and hope that they don't know,
1: or hopefully fart in a different direction, but yeah i've I've definitely like yeah, it's definitely happened, <laughs> oh, and my friends can usually smell it, and I'll walk away, and I'll just try not to act like it's me because I really don't want people to know that, you know. <laughs> I'll look at them and I'll just like, stop, please be quiet. Don't say anything, please.
0: You don't have to tell me an exact age if you don't want to, but I'm curious, how old are you? 26. Okay. With the clubs, the two different clubs, if I were to walk in, what am I seeing on stage in regards to physical looks of the dancers.
1: <laughs> Okay, so that's very different for both clubs. Because the first one I went to, they don't take audition. I mean they do take auditions, but they don't really have you audition. Like you go to work and you can work kind of thing. The other place will make you audition to see what you look like in your clothes, what kind of clothes you wear and like how you dance kind of thing. So the one I started at, they I think I hate to say it like this too, but I think they'll take anybody, honest to God. I think they will Um, if you're comfortable doing it, they're comfortable having you. And then at the other place, like a lot of girls from the other, like from the place I started at have said that they've been told that that's, they're not what they're looking for. And they kind of take more like, uh, classier, this is just a classier club. So they try to have more put together girls, but I have seen some, you know, uh, nice words, uh, ragged, more ragged. I don't know. Ragged girls.
0: Let me ask this. Are you saying that at the cheaper, nastier club, there are some <laughs> hefty hideaways working the stage?
1: Oh, yeah. Yes.
0: Do those girls happen to do really well for certain clientele?
1: Honestly, I I wouldn't know personally, but I do see that some of them do very well. I actually did like, a double dance with one of the girls a couple of weeks ago. And she's not, like, ridiculously big, but she's pretty damn thick, okay? Like, but somebody chose the both of us. He chose her and he chose me. You know what I mean? So, like, people want variety, I guess.
0: And then the other club, is that more, like, the very thin, fake tits kind of look?
1: For the most part, they do have some thicker girls, but not, like, chunky, chubby, or bigger, you know what I mean? Like, they're they're decently, they're mostly thinner, or tight of some sort, I guess you could say.
0: Can I ask you, have you had any sort of things done, procedures done to your body?
1: No, all natural.
0: Do most of the girls at either club tend to have fake boobs or implants anywhere on their body?
1: Yeah, a lot of girls get their lips. um, Actually, a lot of girls get their boobs done. A lot of girls get their lips done, random face stuff. I know uh, some girls have actually, one of the girls was telling me, she's like, I'm trying to gain some weight because I'm taking some of my stomach fat and putting it in my butt. And I'm like, why don't you just do some squats? Like, (laughs) okay. I'm learning so much about what you can do with all that.
0: When you have a shift, like when you get done, do you feel like you just want to take a shower right after? Like, are you dripping in sweat? Do you feel like you stink? You have all these men wanting to touch your body.
1: The club that I started at, um, I would leave feeling like I needed to shower because so many people there would try to put their mouth on you. Um, Like whether it be your shoulder, your back, your, your chest, your stomach, even part of your ass or whatever, if they, if it's in their face, they're most of the time they're going to put their mouth on it. So you have to be really careful there. So yeah, I would a lot of the time leave feeling like I feel like I'm covered in sweat and other people's sleep. And it's kind of really disgusting, which is why I try to not work there so much. But at the other place, I honestly like it's so much cleaner and better that I've, like being there because I leave feeling like I need to shower from sweat, not because of anything else. You know, it's just, I feel sticky and sweaty kind of thing, but I'm generally clean because I go to the bathroom and use baby wipes and I spray down almost like every stage set or dance or whatever.
0: Are you telling me that sometimes you have your ass in front of these guys face and then they try to lick your butthole?
1: I mean, I haven't, I don't think I've anyone ha- like ac- actually licked my butthole, but like, yes, they will try to lick whatever they can if it's in your face. Yes.
0: That is so disgusting.
1: It's fucked up. It's such a no-no.
0: <laughs> oh God. Okay. Keep going with your memorable stories.
1: Was it last summer or the summer before? I can't remember. But um, this girl, she's kind of, um, she's not like big, big, like, jiggly or anything she's just really tall and kind of like bulkier I guess um she's kind of like a huge bitch and I honestly like I always say I sucked her ass just for for her to be nice to me because I was just like yeah anything you want just to be nice to me please just be nice to me like she was kind of a bully one of the other dancers was there with her aunt weirdly but she wasn't dancing she was just hanging out we were all outside um can I say her dancer name
0: absolutely
1: This girl named Galaxy, (laughs) she um, was sitting next to my friend who was sitting on this girl's lap, who was talking shit about her like five minutes ago. So I looked at my friend and I said, you're being disgusting. So that way she would kind of like get the hint that she's like she's letting people do whatever to her and then being friends with them. And this girl Galaxy looks at me and says, you got a fucking problem. And I said, no, you got a fucking problem. And she said, if I had a fucking problem, I would say something. And I kind of rolled my eyes because this bitch has always got a fucking problem. (laughs) And she pours her water in my face. And I had like customers sitting at the bar. Actually, one of my customers just went motto. So we were going to eat and hang out and drink stuff. I'm covered in water. My hair is like kind of matted up at this point because all the water and I'm sitting there screaming and shaking at her for like 30 seconds. Just like, am I going to hit her? Am I going to do this? If I got it, am I going to do this? I better do it. You know? So I swing and I think I kind of blacked out because like, I don't remember hitting her, but apparently I hit her in the arm and then she grabbed me by the hair and then she punched me in the top of the head. And I was standing there in my heels. She was in like customer wear. So she was wearing like a skirt and some flat footed shoes while I'm bambing around in my fucking heels trying to stay up. (laughs) She's got me by the hair, punching me in the head. I honestly have no idea what happens next, but she's somehow on the ground. And she, oh, her boyfriend who started out as a customer, who pretty much was just like her sugar daddy at a point, was hovering over her trying to get her up. But I, I grabbed her by the hair and I was trying to like pull her towards me so I could have more at her and i threw my or her boyfriend's cup at her like not poured it at her but i like i wanted to hit her with a full glass and then after that i was like okay i'm fucking done and there was like 20 people outside that didn't leave the outside area to go tell anybody i was the first person to leave to tell somebody and i got my ass beat and healed
0: <laughs> that i mean so. that is awful i don't go <laughs> on violence but that is pretty funny
1: <laughs> right I didn't want to hit her but she was like she's the kind of girl that like one of the nicest girls there she accidentally walked by her and she totally shoulder checked her and she's like I don't know if you meant to do that but like excuse you I heard this while I was giving a dance to somebody and this girl galaxy goes I don't know you got to make a big fucking deal about it and then she's like I'm just like trying to tell you that you shoulder checked me I don't know if you care kind of thing but she was just trying to like let her know and she was just acting a huge bitch about it so then they suspended us both for a week and then we come back I'm kind of I do a night shift, which is or no, I go into a night shift. So I'm working on her shift pretty much because she would work Friday night shift and I would work Friday day shift. But sometimes I would stay into the night and work a double. And I was kind of drunk. So I was kind of like not walking straight. And I was looking down and I accidentally walked into her. I looked up about to apologize. And I was like, nah, she wouldn't say the same for me. So I'm not going to do it. I just kept walking. She uh, was pregnant. Not when we first fought. But when I accidentally ran into her arm, she was pregnant. And I don't know how pregnant at the point, but she was dancing and you could see her belly. And Shall so we? then like
0: we had we yes. had a pregnant girl on yes. stage yes. stripping. She
1: was pregnant twice at this club. Within the whole two times I've been there, she's been pregnant twice. <gasps> and this is her fifth fucking kid.
0: <laughs>
1: okay, but to be honest with you, her body bounces back ridiculously well. Probably not so much after the fourth one, her butt started to look kind of like a saggy old diaper. <laughs> it looks pretty bad. She, she does bounce back weirdly good, even after five kids, but yeah, she danced pregnant. Okay. So then, so I was walking by and she was on her pregnant hands and knees, picking up money off the fucking stage. And so I pushed a dollar off the rack onto the floor where she was already at. And I pushed in the chair cause it was in the walkway. And as I go outside, I'm sitting with a group of people and she goes, just because I'm pregnant doesn't mean I won't kick your ass again in front of like 10 people. <laughs> So then I'm like, OK, whatever. I go on stage. I get off and I'm like, I don't want any beef with you. Like, I'm over this, dude. Like, I really don't want to do this anymore. I feel like I can't do shit without you telling on me for doing something to you. And she she looks at me and she goes, I just don't fucking like you. I'm like, cool. I don't fucking like you, but we work together and like we talk to the same people customer wise. So like it would be cool if we could just be cool here at least like I don't want to hang out with you. And uh, she said something, she goes, next time you run into me, you better fucking apologize. And I was like, I'm probably not going to do that just because I know you wouldn't do that to me. So I'm like, no, just leave me alone and I'll leave you alone. If we have to talk, it'll be cordial, but I I just don't need to. And she starts yelling at me about how I'm some dumb cunt, bitch, fucker, whatever, and all this stuff. And so I'm like, what the fuck ever, fuck you, we're done. At this point, we're not allowed to work the same shift.
0: (laughs) Okay, is there, other than Galaxy... Is there a lot of drama that happens amongst dancers? It's mostly
1: just the toxic people that come in and out. Like some girl left $800 in the fucking bathroom and then tried to blame it on somebody, all five people. And then it, it just like they'll spread rumors like people are doing this when they're not or like this this person did this. And so it, you just kind of you never know who's going to be on that shift because dancers come and go no matter like what what year or whatever so it's it's always really random but generally you try to get a good group of girls to stay that are not dramatic and all get along
0: would you say that you enjoy being a stripper
1: I think I generally do especially now that I have my balls you know what I mean like I am able to tell people like you're really not supposed to do that or like excuse me who the fuck do you think you are kind of thing like I just feel a lot more comfortable being able to tell people that I'm not okay with something or that I do whatever.
0: Would you say that you make good money doing this?
1: Yes. Um. Actually not this year because stupid COVID stuff, but last year on my birthday I made this next I'm so proud about this. In the first half an hour of my shift, I made $400 and then in, in six hours I made a thousand dollars on my birthday.
0: Everything you make as a stripper is cash?
1: Um, Yes, except for because I have another business, I have started to take like So <laughs> I mean, it's really seldom that I do, but it's, I had a customer that would come in every other Friday or so, and he'd be like, you got your card swiper thing? And I'm like, yeah.
0: Do you keep track of how much money you make? Like, do you know, typically, how much you would make in a year?
1: Generally, yeah, I think. I don't know. I think I'd say probably like three to 5,000 every month. That's all I can do math wise right now.
0: (laughs) Okay. So if we average that on average, you're making like 48 grand a year.
1: Yeah, apparently. (laughs) And honestly, I started working, I think like, I was working three to four days a week for a while, sometimes even five, but it's gotten to the point where I just do like, I'm doing one now where I would do two days sometimes. So, for the last, like, two years, I think I've worked either one or two days a week.
0: Do you feel like there is an expiration date for you on how long you will be a stripper?
1: Yes. I I enjoy, like, honestly, it's a really tiring. Right? You get really fit. I do not work out, and I look pretty toned for, for working once a week at a strip club. I mean, I do see older girls there, and it just kind of makes me not... Like, I'm like, okay, cool. I really don't want to, I don't want to be that. Especially I think after I, if I have kids or after I have kids. And also I think that I mentally won't want to, like if I get married, I think that I'll just kind of be done.
0: Speaking of marriage, does stripping at all have an impact on your relationship?
1: Um No, I don't think so. It It is weird because a lot of girls, either care about having a boyfriend or don't care about having a boyfriend and I definitely am one of the ones that care about having a boyfriend so I've I've been really respectful and yeah.
0: Do you feel like you are a freakier love maker because you are a stripper?
1: Yeah actually I feel like it makes you a lot more comfortable with things and like a lot of people have had we've had conversations about things that they like or things that I like or just like just a conversation about sex or, you know what I mean? Just, it just leads so much to light conversation about sex, which I don't feel like a lot of people have. Like, it's usually very like, okay, so we're talking about sex and this is, you know, loaded and stuff, but it's such a, like an easy atmosphere to do that. You know,
0: this is a very personal question, but what is your, uh, shaving routine for being a stripper?
1: (laughs) So actually, I, um, a lot of girls shave their butthole, which fucking grosses me out because the growback is really itchy and I'm not down for that. But I actually wax my butthole like every three weeks or so. And then I shave my vagina like every week, like the day of.
0: Are there ever girls out there on stage in like full 70s bush?
1: Yes. Yes. And actually I started seeing that more so with like the minor girls and I say minor like of 18, but not 21. I feel like they would do that to look or like give the appeal of having or being an older person, I guess. But there is another girl that is kind of older that a lot of people started talking about it. Like I want to dance with winter, but I don't want her full bush. I just like her boobs kind of thing. Oh God.
0: Okay. So keep going. Keep walking me through the things that happen. At the strip club.
1: So um, I actually still have this customer, but it's at the club that I haven't been going to recently. He likes to come in and tickle me. He uh, picked me off of stage because he liked my vibe is what he said. And he didn't tell me anything until he took me back to the dance area. And he said, um, usually there's like a, so there's like a couch area for him to sit on that. I like would dance on him kind of thing. And then there's like a smaller single chair for me to sit on if I wanted to do something not on his lap kind of thing. And so he kind of stood in front of the chair that I would usually sit on and kind of like pointed at the couch for me. And he's like, Can, if you could just lay down. And I was like, what? You usually sit here. And he's like, yeah, so I um, like to tickle you or people, I guess. I don't know how he said it, but um, he's like, so the first song I'm going to start out with tickling your armpits because it's like three for 100 dance wise um he's like so the first song I'm gonna start out tickling your armpits and then the second song I'm gonna do your feet and then I'll go back up to your armpits and if there's anywhere in between that you know that you are ticklish just let me know and and honestly he it doesn't tickle it kind of hurts because he does that like same spot scratch tickle like thing but I uh I would laugh for him and it was obviously very fake and it would be really embarrassing because it's pretty loud and it's usually like an area to be sexy, but I'm out there like ah, 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 like <laughs> laughing my ass off. <laughs> Just totally killing the vibe while people are like, you know, giving laugh dances.
0: I hate to be tickled. I don't fucking mess around <laughs> with that shit. I would have and I'm telling you right now if that man had tried to tickle me, I definitely would have farted and he would have known it. Oh my god. I probably would have shit my pants. <laughs> That's so funny.
1: Yeah, I get really sweaty and like the couch is like stuck to my butt or whatever, and just like weird things. And he's like, Oh, sorry, let me get that off your butt, like weirdly kind of thing. He's like, He's really like sweet in the way where he's like, Oh, sorry, I'm not trying to step over any, you know, lines or anything because I don't dance for him. I'd like, he tickles me.
0: (laughs) And you've done this multiple times with this man?
1: Yeah. And even over like when the clubs opened back up because of COVID and stuff like that, we had like, you can't do private dances. You're supposed to do private shows. So they were. We were gonna see if he could tickle my feet because there's the diff the distance in between. But because it wasn't six feet, we weren't able to. Oh God,
0: Isn't that He's so like, funny. Could you make I a compromise? Really want to <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Maybe I just really wanna tickle somebody.
1: Right. Maybe that laugh.
0: He could get like a Swiffer duster on an extended thing and tickle you from far right? away. <laughs> a little dust job. Yes, there you go. I'll
1: have to see. Next time I'll have to tell him, can you bring one in? Or maybe I'll just bring one in.
0: He would probably tip you extra. I'm making you more money here. This is a weird question, but do you think that, do you think that, like, okay, if you were a a married, you were someone's wife, and you found out that they were going to the strip club, you know, pretty frequently, do you think that you would have a problem with that?
1: Honestly, I feel like if my boyfriend went into the club without me, I would be upset, but I hate that I feel that way because it's not fair because that's what I do for money. But I have ran into the instance where like customers will bring their wives in and I'll become friends with their wives as well. And I have danced for their husband and they, they like tell me down the road, like, Hey, she doesn't know that I paid you for dances kind of thing. And I'm like, Oh, cool. So now I have to like, not talk about that when we're drinking and things like that." But I could I could see how people would get upset, you know?
0: Yeah, I think, you know, it's different if your wife knows about it. But I think about like, I know there's tons of guys out there who are like, oh, you know, I'm going golfing with the boys and we're going to go get a beer after. But, like, really, they're going to get their dick rubbed against
1: right so this guy actually i had him on my snapchat because i would tell him he would text me and see if i was in and i and he was really respectable about it and so i had him on my snapchat and i would snap him to come in or about drinks or whatever and he i guess his girlfriend had gotten on his phone and ah uh, oh god how did this start so he would come in and get dances with me but he would tell his girlfriend that he was at work like he just was working later kind of thing and then he had mentioned her a couple of times but like he's at the strip club and every time I texted him to come in he's coming in to get dances so like yeah I'm sorry I'm not gonna you know well then I get a random text from him and it's like how long did we do the champagne room for and I'm, I'm like I don't know, 15, half an hour, I guess. And then it was like, oh, cool. I was just trying to take my girl in there kind of thing. Like he was trying to make me jealous or something. And so I already thought that that was weird. And then later down the road, I find out that it was actually his girlfriend because she had messaged me and she was like, hey, just so you know, you know, that's my boyfriend. And how do you, how do you feel about the fact that he has a girlfriend? He's told you that and all this stuff. And I was like, okay, so I'm going to lay this out for you. I'm just trying to be a stripper to the guy. Every time I would text him, he would come in and he would pay me. So like, yeah, I'm sorry. I did that. And I guess the fact that he didn't acknowledge that he had a girlfriend is, you know, the fact that like, why am I supposed to be like, Hey, you have a girlfriend. We shouldn't be doing this.
0: Cause it's not like my heart's in it. (laughs) I think that that's the thing that always, I always think about it's like, it's not your responsibility. You're not in a relationship with this guy. You're trying to make some fucking cash and he's always giving it up. So sorry. It's a business baby girl. People have a lot of opinions about strippers and What somebody a lot yes, there's a lot of judgments around somebody who's a stripper and I'm curious, like what would you say to those people who who judge you for it for you know, you're you're not a prostitute, but they think you're saving your body for money.
1: Right. I feel like honestly I'm true to myself and who I am, and I feel like the people around me know that I and I wouldn't go dirty. I wouldn't, you know, be anything like that. So I think the cool part is that, like, you learn yourself. You learn your body. You learn, like, even on the pole. I, I love pole work. Even if I wasn't to dance, I would still do pole work. You learn a lot about your body. You learn a lot about yourself. And you learn a lot about, like, your fucking boundaries, honestly. Like, sometimes I just can't stand people. And I have to tell them, like, you. I have to go. You suck. You're pissing me off. Like, so I think that it's it's a really cool insight to have on yourself, honestly. And I do feel like I have a lot of control over myself. Like I have done a couple of private parties, and we didn't have security, but I have a six inch heel that I could stab you with too, you know?
0: I have a great business idea for you. When when you feel that you have done all that- Reached you, my limit? Yeah. What I think you should do is market out to suburban moms and say, hey- we're going to get you feeling sexy again. We're going to get you to know your body and we're going to get you so that your husband creams every single time he sees you cream. <laughs> but you know, oh, I yeah. that, like that's an insight that you have that a lot of women don't have. And I think that they could find their own, like they could find their inner sexy and like, I think a lot of yeah. people, you have kids and it's like you don't want to have sex anymore with your husband or you don't feel sexy. And I think that's something that you could bring to these people and say, like, you know, it's not like you grew up your whole life thinking I'm going to be a stripper. You kind of stumbled upon it and you, oh, managed, yeah. you know, you managed to to find this inner sexy woman
1: yeah and not to mention i think that like i guess i talk to a lot of cool people and i feel like i kind of help people in a way like other than the sexual release or whatever but i've had this old guy come in and tell me that because i told him i was a lesbian he said well thank you for telling me that he said i've been straight old man married for the last you know thousand years and my wife recently died and i am actually gay And I feel like it's important that he wants to be at a bottom. So like he wants to take it and he's lived his life as a straight male. I was like, dude, you have to live your life how you want it to. And I feel like he kind of took that. And he was like, yeah, I think I want to be gay now (laughs) or like act on it.
0: Look at you. Look at you. You're a little therapist at the strip club with your vagina (laughs) hanging out. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Honestly, I
1: feel like I win most times because I'm pretty, I hate to toot my own horn, but I'm, I'm pretty cool. Like, I don't know. Like I'll talk about whatever you want to talk about, and I'm honestly gonna just try and be myself as much as I can without telling you too much about myself.
0: Well, I think it's funny because at the beginning of the episode, you told me I am the the, the mom of the friend group. Like I am that kind of person, and that's basically what you are doing at the club. I mean, you know, right. I'm sure I know. I know that there are times when you're just in there, you're looking to make the money and hope that they just get their boner or whatever but when these opportunities come to you you're there for them
1: it's actually really interesting the stuff that you stumble upon conversationally
0: I've kind of always been a bit of a germaphobe but I feel like COVID has really intensified that in me and now I don't know if I will ever get myself to go to a strip club. Like I wouldn't go for like the boners or anything, but just like to say I've gone and like see what's it, what it smells like <laughs> and like what it's like inside. But now I don't know if I could do it. I'd need like a full hazmat suit. Anyways, if you liked this story, make sure to check out Patreon for even more Tales from the Stripper, and if you want to help keep my fat ass off the pole, check out the Beyond the Secret merch. There is a direct link to the store in the show notes. All you have to do is swipe up on this episode, and you'll see it. (sighs) Thank you guys for listening. I may or may not see all of you next week. But for sure, the following week.
1: Everybody has a secret.